Narcissistic Personality Disorder. Narcissistic Personality Disorder, one of several types of personality disorders, is a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. But behind this mask of extreme confidence lies a fragile self-esteem that's vulnerable to the slightest criticism. A narcissistic personality disorder causes problems in many areas of life, such as relationships, work, school, or financial affairs. People with narcissistic personality disorders may be generally unhappy and disappointed when they're not given the special favors or admiration they believe they deserve. They may find their relationships unfulfilling and others may not enjoy being around them. Treatment from narcissistic personality disorder centers around talk therapy. And this is my story in surviving a narcissistic mother. So some of my earliest childhoods are traumatic experiences. Um, some of my earliest memories are very traumatic and, um, I'm going to tell my story and I'm hoping that this will be what I need to move on from what has happened. Um, I'm hoping that this will, you know, get it off my chest, um, expose her for who she is, um, because at 30 years old, I still have my own mother going around town and talking about me behind my back, calling me a whore, a little bitch, that I'm hateful, that I don't want to take accountability for my actions. And so we're going to be taking accountability today. And so will she. So... <clears throat> One of the first memories that really sticks out in my mind um, is when I would have been six. Um, we would go to my babysitter's place and we would play games. Um, the adults would play pool. Um, they had a pool table, they had like a rec room, a shuffle table, all that fun stuff, and they would party. Um, my dad worked with her husband, and my mom and her were best friends, and that's where I went every day after school, and um, yeah, she was my babysitter. So one day, she sits me down along with her two children and asks us if we think anything weird is going on between her and her husband, my mom and her husband. And, you know, that's a lot to put on kids, um, obviously. Uh, and I just remember sitting there, not knowing what to say, not wanting to lie, but not wanting to disappoint, obviously. Um, and, you know, we all kind of started talking about how it was weird that they would always leave the room together. Um, they would go get drinks and <laughs> and uh, leave the room for extended periods of time. So with that... Um, it came out that they were having an affair. 
So my mom was having an affair with her best friend's husband, who was also my dad's coworker. Um, so my dad left. It obviously was not a very good breakup. Um, you know, there was a lot of turmoil and hurt. And um, after they had separated, uh, my mom ended up having a miscarriage, which was probably for the best. Um, and her and this man got together right away. Um, I remember waking up. So my bedroom was right across from her room. And I remember waking up one night and I could hear them having sex. And it hadn't been very long since, uh, my mom had separated from my dad and obviously I was very upset. So I knocked on my mom's door and I was crying and I told my mom that I didn't want him in our house. And she told me that it uh, wasn't my decision and that it was her house and that she would do whatever she wanted and that I needed to go back to bed. Well, she continued to go back and fuck this man in my father's house. So, um, they get together and obviously my relationship with this man wasn't very good because um, of everything that had unfolded in front of me. Um, us kids were very involved. Um, we seen a lot of fights um, and it was just not a very good time. And so then my mom ended up getting pregnant with his child right away. And um, then she tried getting back together with my dad briefly um, while she was pregnant with another man's child. Good one. Real good. And yeah, uh, eventually my dad ended up moving to Saskatoon. Um, which sucked because obviously I didn't get to have my dad around and um, this other man didn't treat me very well. Um, he would do things like make us kneel um, if he was mad at us. Uh, we'd have to kneel, but not only would we have to kneel in a corner, we'd have to either go, he'd make us kneel on the porch um, on the rocks or he would make us kneel outside on cement pads. Um, he would yell at me until I would cry. And then I would go to my room and cry. And then he would come to my room and scream at me some more because I was crying. Um, this man would go to the bathroom with the door open and sit in there for a really long time. And he would smoke in the bathroom uh, while he was in there, the vent for the bathroom was in my room, um, in the attic, in the way that our house was built and it would get smoky in my room. So then I'd have to go downstairs to get away from it. And if I asked him to close the door, he would, uh, yell at me for closing the door and he would yell at me if, you know, I was crying in my room, if he had upset me and he would, um, you know, come up and say, well, why are you crying? And I would lie and say I had a migraine or whatever. And, um, he made me feel really worthless. And, you know, he called me a lot of rude names, uh, like Pokey Hauntus. 
um, <laughs> which it sounds so silly, but like he would do it because he was trying to belittle me um, and make me feel like shit uh, if I was sitting on the couch with a pillow on my like just, you know, how you sit with a pillow on your chest or whatever. He would tell me that I was disgusting and to not put pillows on my crotch and things like this. And, and you know, just not very nice things. And, you know, my mom allowed this behavior to, to go on. And, and he would go and he would buy treats for everybody, but he wouldn't buy treats for me. Um, and then if I would say anything, then I would be told that I was selfish and that, you know, it was only $5 and and mind my own business and this and that. Um, he also had a porn addiction. So there was many mornings where I'd wake up and go downstairs and I'd turn on the TV and they would be left on a porn channel. Um, so hello, you know, having a weird relationship with that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, he was just a, not a very good person to me. Um, and you know, the one person that was supposed to protect me didn't protect me from that at all. Um, and they would fight a lot and, and, you know, I'd wake up to them screaming at each other and, um, which not healthy, like not healthy environment at all. Um, I don't think any child deserves to wake up to that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, so So that was the kind of things that she was allowing to happen. Um, their relationship, they had two, two kids together. So I have two sisters from that, um, two other sisters, I guess. So there's six of us total. Um, and when things started getting rough between them, um, my mom started going on chat rooms all the time. And... In these chat rooms, she was having inappropriate conversations with people and um, she would forget sometimes to log out of these rooms or her MSN or whatever, her Yahoo chat, whatever she was on at the time. And the one time, you know, I get on there and these men are on there and they're messaging her, thinking it's her on the computer, asking if she was going to show her private parts again to them. So, you know, at 10 years old or whatever, and you're reading messages like this, that people, these people, strangers are sending to your mom, not a great thing. Um, so eventually they ended up parting ways. And she, of course, got together with somebody right away because um, this is what she does. Um, she's never honestly worked in her for an extended period of time in her life. I think now is probably, you know, the hardest that she's ever had to work. And it's probably, and I mean, and when I say work hard, like it's, she doesn't do hard work, but I mean, consistent work, I guess, um, having to provide for herself is probably the longest stretch she's ever been in right now. But, um, so she got together with, um, Someone that was, I would consider, a really good role model for us kids. Um, he really took us under his wing and um, actually cared about us and would 
was selfless and would help us out a lot. And that relationship between my mom and him became toxic pretty quick. And the shitty thing about that is that she drugged me into it because he had a soft spot for me. And, and I mean, like a lot of the things that I was told as a kid was, you know, a lie. And even as an adult from her was a lie. Um, but she would say like, oh, he really wants to adopt you. He loves you so much, blah, 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 blah. Um, so when things started getting shitty between them, she would use me. She would ask him to come over for supper. He would tell her no. And so then she would give me the phone and she would say, you call him and you tell him that you want him to come over because he can't say no to you. So manipulation at its finest. Um, so then while she was with him, she started fooling around and seeing a married man and she brought him into our lives too. I knew that he was married. I knew that it was not okay. Um, this man actually left his wife and his family for my mom and they were trying to like figure things out, I guess. Meanwhile, uh, that same summer, she met um, the, I guess, her last husband, I guess. I'm trying really hard not to say any names um, for legal purposes. <laughs> um, and she met him at the lake. Um, I guess I'll maybe back up a little bit. So while she was single, um, there was a summer where me and, I guess it's the same summer. So me and my best friend at the time, Angie. So wait, um, wait, real quick, how old are you right now? Right now I'm about 13, okay. 12, 13. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I would have been 13. Um, then this is the summer where there was no mom. Um, I was looking after my younger siblings most of the summer. Um, Angie was with me most of that summer. And, you know, even as adults, uh, we've had this conversation like, hey, like, was I just like imagining that or was she just not present and not there? And she's like, no, she was not there. Um, you know, if she was working, we were watching the kids. When she was home, she was out partying. And so me and her, like, you know, we got into some shit. Um, we smoked weed, which we didn't know what we were smoking. You know, we we went through my mom's stuff. We found, you know, her homemade pornography. We found, you know, toys. It was gross. We found weed. Um, and so we were like, oh, well, let's take this out to the playhouse and try and get high. And I mean, we didn't get high. We were literally smoking stems because we had no idea what we were doing. Um, but, um, there was a lot of partying that summer. There would be, you know, nights that mom wouldn't come home. I'd wake up and like we lived in like not a great area of town and like at 13 you shouldn't be leaving your 13 year old daughter or 14 13 or 14 year old daughter at home with three younger siblings um to go party 
And then she would sometimes bring men home and, you know, I walked in on her, you know, screwing random people in our home. Not, not ideal. Um, and these were like things, yeah, that I was exposed to as a kid. Like you shouldn't have, like that. this shouldn't happen. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of partying happening. Uh, and then she met her last husband. Um, he was 17 years old when she met him. Um, now knowing what I know about things in the world, uh, she 110% groomed him. Um, he was 32. So there's 15 years difference between them and there's four years difference between us. Um, it was her best friend's son's best friend is who she ended up hooking up with. And she couldn't understand why her best friend had turned her back on her. (laughs) That was like her second son. So with that, um, you know, he was working on the rigs at the time. There was drugs involved. Um, there was a lot of partying happening. There was a lot of young men around our house all the time. Um, you know, I was starting to drink. Um, I got high for the first time with my mom and him and became a very suicidal that night. Um, I ended up sleeping in the middle of my floor with no blankets or anything. And, um, it was right around that time that my mom ended up actually putting me on birth control too, because she couldn't handle how moody I was. Um, when the reality is, is that I was acting out the way that I was is because I was a very disturbed child, um, having to experience all of this. And Yeah, it's just a weird concept when, you know, you're closer in age to your this new man in your life, your, your mom's new man, and awkwardly enough, like, I had had a crush on him before they got together, so it was really fucking weird. Um, and, yeah, so then there's, like, all these, there's lots of partying happening. Um, she's doing a lot of, like, shitty things. Um, you know, like I've witnessed my mom pee in a litter box, stark naked. Um, I've witnessed my mom like crawling into bed with my sister. She, you know, was so drunk that she tried making out with my young sister at the time. And I think she would have been like three or four. Um, (laughs) yeah. Um, she had lost a sex toy of hers once and she blamed me for it. Um, and kept blaming me for it. And even after she found it, she still blamed me for it. Um, you know, uh, my sister would sleep in her bed with her a lot. Um, it was like a weird codependency thing, I think, on my mom's part. When she didn't have a man around, she needed somebody with her all the time. So she would take my sister and sleep with her in her room. And um, the one day I went to go tuck my little sister into bed and I leaned over and when I leaned over I leaned on the pillow and the pillow started vibrating because she was sleeping in the bed with my little sister with her sex toys 
Um, super fucking disturbing. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. And she got my best friend so drunk that she was puking, <laughs> like quite sick, you know, just like things that like we shouldn't have been partying with 18, 19 year olds. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I'm super grateful that I am who I am and that I didn't end up, you know, becoming who she was or who she is. Um, because I was certainly set up for that. Um, Another thing that happened when I was younger was um, my little sister, you know, cut her pinky open because my mom was sitting on the computer all night, not paying attention to us kids. So in my childhood, like there's like I don't I have a lot of fond memories and I have a lot of good memories. Um, All my good memories stem from my grandparents place. Um, Thank God I had them. Um, And my grandpa actually wasn't my biological grandpa. Um, my, um, real grandparents had separated when my mom was pretty young and my papa came in and he took her as her own, her as his own. (laughs) Um, and that was all I knew as a grandpa. And I'm just giving this information now because it's going to make sense in a little bit here. Um, when I get into some more stories here, but, um, yeah. So I had a wonderful childhood at my grandparents' place. I spent a lot of time there as kids did. Um, my grandma babysat us a lot and yeah, I'm just super grateful for them, um, for giving me the childhood that I deserved that I wasn't getting at home. Um, so mom with her internet boyfriends, we'll call them that. Um, she was very preoccupied. She was very disconnected. Us kids, we played on our own a lot. We, you know, were quite self-sufficient as kids. Um, and the one day I go into the kitchen and Shania, my little sister, she's sitting under the table and she's playing with the, by the vent. And I see this like big pool of something. And I thought she had gotten into like a Coke or something like that. And I go to grab her and give her shit for whatever she was doing. And I realized that she's playing in a pool of her own blood. So she had cut her artery open in her pinky and it was just spraying everywhere. And meanwhile, my mom is disconnected in her own world on the computer. Um, another instance was, you know, the kids and I understand that like kids do shit, but I mean, when your toddler's in the kitchen and you're sitting on the computer not paying attention, that's not fucking cool. Um, 